0: Thank you for tuning in to the Just Believe Show. I'm your host, Herbie Mack. The show is geared to mental health awareness and suicide prevention. If you are struggling or looking for some resources, check the show notes. I have some down there. Also, don't forget to leave a review. I'm hoping five stars. With that being said, sit back and enjoy the show. Thank you for tuning in to the Just Believe Show. I am honored to introduce you Nicholas Murray, who is one of the founders of Mind Muscle Pro. Um, He's a trainer He realized that when it comes to working out the benefits How it helped him with his mental health Which, you know, he didn't realize he was having trauma And he didn't know how to really really articulate what he was going through His story is phenomenal And he used this working out thing to pretty much save his life And not only that, he devoted to diving into becoming a personal trainer teaching people not only just about like working out and importance of that, but also with the Mind Muscle Pro, what he does on his end, he has a podcast where he interviews people and show alternative ways of healing, you know, as far as like music therapy, um, as far as like doing yoga, which I love as well. And just to see him growing, I've been knowing him for years, uh, like, for years and watching his growth it's it's phenomenal and likewise what he said for me but I enjoyed this episode it was um very emotional moments but in the emotion uh, was not only pain but you can see it turn into joy (laughs) you know right and and I learned a lot from it um we shared a lot and I hope that you enjoyed the episode so here we go how are you doing today doing well man doing really
1: well actually it's been a good day already
0: thanks man thanks Thanks for for having me man no man thanks for for doing this man um for people that don't know who you are and whatnot let's let's get into it
1: well um in a nutshell i i I'm. I created a, a podcast. Well, really, we haven't even gone to the pod, podcast thing yet. We we do short videos and we interview people with regards to mental health. Um, my journey started with it, really at a, a young age. I was um, five or six when my dad left, and I developed excessive worry about things. And it, it became kind of a, a lifelong struggle with anxiety. And I really didn't, didn't know that those two things were linked. I didn't know that, that trauma as a, as a child and having a parent leave and not come back created all this anxiety in my life. But I, I was excessively worried about things that really are r- irrational for, for most children and you know, as I as I got older, it it kind of started to absorb me. So it was, you know, a, a struggle. And I I think when when I got into my teenage years, I mean, being a teenager is tough for everybody. It really is. It's it's not not an easy time for your life. You're figuring out who you are. Add excessive worry and anxiety to that, along with depression, and. it it dominated my life for a very long time. And I was very inside myself for a very long time. So what, what ended up happening was the older I got. And, and as I went along in my teenage years, I, I got sick. I I got depressed to the point where I, I wasn't able to function properly and it, Again, it dominated my life. And, you know, I I really had no answers. And I, you know, a lot of that stuff you keep to yourself, you know, people, people notice you're depressed as a teenager and they're like, he's a teenager, you know, he's
0: going going through
1: what every, every, every teenager does, you know. Um, And at that point, I found uh, the first time in my life, I found relief for that with drugs. I mean, it it was this this amazing ability to not think about everything or overanalyze. And I, you know, it it was my my therapy. It was a toxic therapy. And but it, it did give me relief from anxiety. It did give me relief from depression. It got me away from myself. Unfortunately, what also happens when you find something that, that gives you this happiness is I did it to excess and it destroyed me. It, it dominated my life to the point where, you know, I, I quit taking care of myself. All I, all I wanted to do was, was feel that relief and And chase that high, and as as a as a young adult it, at about eighteen, I got to the point where i I quit eating and kind of lost touch with reality. And I, I was hospitalized because I was a danger to myself. I was, you know. Not eating, not sleeping and, and doing drugs to excess, you, you have a lot of confusion in your brain. And, you know, at that point, I was admitted to a hospital and, you know, I had had drugs taken away from me before I, I got courted. I had some legal trouble when I was a teenager. I got court ordered to rehab. And, you know, I got locked up a few times because I, I violated probation, but this time was different because i had pushed things to such limits that i had had hurt myself i was i was very unhealthy and and mentally i was in a bad state so after i was hospitalized months of not not being able to do drugs all that depression and things that i was i was numbing and self-medicating came back you know with a vengeance and and, and just, just an enormous amount. So when I got out of the hospital, the depression was, was to a point where I wasn't able to, to function again, like when I was younger, but it, it was, it was worse because I was an adult. It wasn't like, you know, I had parents, you know, able to take care of me the same way, or, you know, I didn't, I didn't have the, the comfort and safety of, you know, living with, with people that cared about me. I'd burned a lot of bridges. And so I, I you know, I, I've thought about this a lot when I've watched podcasts, years as well about, about talking about my suicide attempts and, you know, I've thought about how, Is it important to talk about details? Is it important for that stuff? And and for me, it's not. The, The fact of the matter is, I tried to end my life and ended up in a hospital and got out of that hospital and I tried to end my life again. And it became this. You know it became my life. It became who I was. It, it, you know i'm I'm a depressed person that's not able to function and that wants to die. and my my depression progressed during those times. I think, in the midst of being on a lot of medications and and being hospitalized and and you know a lot of confusion, you know, I caught this glimpse of how I affected other people's lives and I already had had hate for myself I I didn't want to live I didn't like who I was and I didn't have any I I put no value on my life but during these times I, I caught this glimpse of what I was doing to other people and how selfish I'd become you know, with, with my mental illness. I mean, it, it, it created this victim mentality where I really couldn't think about anybody else. It was just, woe is me. And no one, no one knows what it's like to be me. And, you know, that's true, but no one knows what it's like to be anybody. Every one of us have, you know, incredible demons that no one else in the world can fathom. But I caught a glimpse of what I was doing to other people and, i started to to see see myself not only have no value on myself but also thinking that i had no value in other people's lives so in that it it that's when things got really dark when it became like a like you don't you don't only hate yourself but you're not causing anything good in the people you love's lives. You're, you're, you're bringing them stress. You're bringing them, you know, enormous amounts of extra work that most people don't have to do. And, you know, in terms of being a parent, being a parent is hard, but when you have a kid that's in and out of hospitals and you're, you're trying to talk to doctors all the time and having to visit him while he's, you know, struggling and, you know, it it's,
0: Yeah. So things got,
1: things got terrible, terrible, because it, it was, you know, I, again, I caught this glimpse of, of not only myself as somebody that I, I didn't value, but also that I was just a fucking problem, not just for myself, but for everybody. And, and things continued to be dark and, you know, I, I think I think at some point, you know, when you, you try to end your life, and the shit is is fucking is is daunting as a young person. I mean, I I know people that I've met in hospitals and people that I'm friends with that you know I, I remember trying to cut my wrists, and God, that shit, it it was awful. I'm like, this is fucking awful.
0: Like, what am I doing?
1: And yeah. I mean, the pain also, it's like, this is, this is crazy. And, you know, over and over, I'm trying these different things. I'm taking bottles of pills and you know, you end up in a hospital and you're, you know, it's, it's, I think it, at some point during all this, I got to the point where I'm like, this is, I I don't, I can't even kill myself. So I'm just going to go numb to this shit. So then I went through, more years of self medicating, you know. I, I quit using drugs because it, it was a problem, and I, I became this kind of numb character that drank a lot but still existed. And I did that because I, I I was sick of just being a burden. I think I was I wasn't happy. I was depressed. So years and years of that, not not being happy, but but existing turned into i honestly the first time i went to a gym it had nothing to do with mental health it had to do with i was in college and i was drinking a lot and i was getting fat you know i'm like <laughs> god you look like garbage
0: was and, it from chicken uh, beer
1: yeah 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 it'll do it man it'll do it it'll, to it'll, you. it'll, it'll um <laughs> I make diet plans for people all the time. And they're like, how much beer can I still drink? And I'm like,
0: I don't think you should.
1: It's (laughs) it's a problem. But anyway, this, this amazing thing started to happen when I, when I started going consistently. And again, it was, it was really just for, you know, to look better. And what started to happen is I started to feel good. And it, it was internal. It wasn't, you know, oh, I'm looking a little bigger. It was this feeling of euphoria and this, this, this feeling that I hadn't had. And, and God, I couldn't even remember the last time I really felt happy. So, what that translated into was, was years of, of working out and progressing mentally and physically. I always tell people that's been a bonus of working out that I look a little better physically, but the the real, real thing came from this, this, you know, internal, God, people get pissed off at me because I'm constantly like, gotta go to the gym, bro. You gotta go to the gym. I tell my friend, my friends probably go crazy, but it's done so much for me personally that I'm just all about getting people involved with it. So that's, that's, Kind of what led me to this, this project with, with Mind Muscle Pro and, and you know, my working out saved my life. I tell tell people that a lot. And I, 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 don't think people know the gravity of, I don't think people realize how that's, that's not just something I say. That's something that is absolutely true. I went to a gym feeling like there were no answers and, and after being put on medications and years of just feeling like I was too broken to fix, and that's what Mind Muscle Pro is about. Mind Muscle Pro is about you know trying trying to reach people that have felt felt that way, that that feel like there there aren't solutions left. Like you know I'm 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 done. Nothing helps me. They put me on antidepressants. I'm still depressed. I, And, you know, if there's one thing that that. And this is my experience, personally, I can't talk about the mental health field as as a whole. I think there's not enough education about it. I don't We're still learning. I mean, you you touch on it all the time that, that there's a lot of misinformation and people people don't really know what's going on. It should be something that's talked about, especially among men. And that's why it's it's great, because we're not supposed to talk about any of this at all. We're supposed to just be like,
0: we're good. Yeah. I'm crying on the inside, but I'm good, man. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And
1: it, it, it builds, but if if there's anything that I could change about the mental health field, in my experience, I would say if somebody, instead of just continually dumping medication into me, just said, you know what, let's go for a walk. Let's lift some weights. Let's, you know, let's, play some music and, and just vibe. And that's, that's what my project's about. It's, it's about finding it. people that have found those alternative methods and, and showing people that people do have solutions and, and it might not be medicine. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's been a cool journey, man.
0: No, I love it. Um, you know, I'm gonna touch on something that, that you and I discussed um, before we started this. You know, when it comes to like the mental health field, yeah, as you said, like it's not enough inf- information about it. We really just started talking about it probably in the last, I don't know, when I really started seeing it, it's like maybe the last six years you started seeing more and more spreading awareness, which is tremendous. And, and I love it. But, you know, everyone is different. We all have different mental health challenges or diagnoses, and we all, have, we all have different ways we heal. You know, for you during your story, you stumbled upon going to the gym. Not because it was something I was like, somebody told you to do it. You was just like, man, I feel like a fat ass. I'm not looking good. Let me just try this out. But then you realize not only physically you was changing, but emotionally on the inside, whatever stress that you was carrying was getting release. It was like, right. oh man, like the trauma that I experienced as a as a child, as a young adult, or even now currently, the pressure is getting release you know, as far as like, you know, the way I'm hitting the gym, I'm not thinking about it as much or, or I'm starting to understand what I went through. Because when you're working out, you have to be in the presence. There's no like, hey man, I'm gonna do this and this and this. Like you have to be, every set that you rep, you have to be focused and locked in on. And you get a chance to, as I like to say, slow the world down. And when you slow the world down, you get the process. Uh, for me, you know, my, my, my struggle with depression, Right. I was just like, man, I got to do something to break the pattern. Here I am, like eating like a fat ass, like drinking my, 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 my heart out. And I was like, well, let me, let me go to the gym, you know? And even for that, that was like challenging for me because, you know, I, I, during this time, I was probably like. 190-ish 195 like not not a not a fit 190 okay like a dad bod with no kids 190. And you know I got this guy next to me who's like ripped and he's like, that's all you could lift and it was just like I had to learn how to like adjust my mindset and you know concentrate on what I can do. He didn't right. get like that like the first day. He'd mm-hmm. been doing this for years. This is day one for me so don't even compare yourself in that aspect but be true to yourself. Like, you know, and I was just, man, I got my little 25 pound and I just slowly just curled and just stayed locked in. And then I realized, man, this felt good. This beats me drinking my heart out. I feel better. Not only like physically, but mentally I feel good. I don't, I don't feel like I'm carrying the world on, on my back anymore. And then I took it to another step as far as taking a walk let me, let me be one with nature. Let me see the sun. Here I am in my house and the lights is out and I'm watching Netflix, binge watching, and it's all dark. And let me actually embrace the sunlight, you know, and doing that. And, 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 and I love it. Um, and I realized that was a, a, a moment in your life where you was like, I'm never going back. And you, you kept absolutely. On, yeah. You kept on absolutely. Pushing, pushing, um, you know, for for those who who don't know, this is like people like to use this term, like um, like a habit, but this is a lifestyle for you, and you realize like this is part of my lifestyle. Is it's working it, it, out? It,
1: that's that's the thing when you say you you have to have this moment, you you do at some point I think when you're healing, have this this epiphany we'll call it where you're just like. I'm not, I'm not going back there. And and it's unbelievable how much just going for a walk can do for you. And I think what a lot of people don't realize, I didn't realize, is that, you know, and maybe it was like this for you as well. When I was drinking and doing all that stuff, I thought that was the easiest way for my life to go. And then, you know, you find this other thing and you're like, wait a minute. Like that was that was the worst path, really. It, it felt good for a little bit, but it was a terrible come down every single time. And then you discover it, it. It's very it's very important, you know. What what me and you are trying to do? We're trying to reach people. We're trying to to and that that's the message. Ultimately, is that. There, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and there, there are ways that you can feel good and happy and have a good life. And it, it's so hard to see that when you're in the darkness and, you know, all of us that have been through that kind of thing and everybody goes through it on some level. And, and it, this kind of stuff that, that we're talking about can benefit anybody, but ultimately like, uh, I, I just, I, I want to shake people sometimes when I, when I, you know, cause I have I all the empathy in the world yeah. for people. I, you know, I've been through sh- terrible stuff myself, but I, I think one thing that I think about when I think about those years of my life is that I had this incredible amount of self pity and other people had pity for me. Oh, you know, my life is so hard. And, I can't go on and everything terrible happens to me. And frankly, that never did anything for me, feeling sorry for myself or having other people. So when I meet people that are depressed now, I just want to say, you, you, you got this, you can do this, but you know, they're in a place that that we were at one point yeah. where it's, it's hard to see that, you know, yeah, no. that's what my hopes are with my muscle pro is that we can, we can show some people that they're, they're not too broken to fix and that there, there are solutions and there are way better ways to to live.
0: Yeah, that's why I believe storytelling is key. Because like for, for people that see us, they're like, oh man, they never went through it. But when you share your story, they're like, oh wow, it gives them hope. You know, like, man, I can do this. I had to learn how to hold myself accountable, right? Only way I was doing it was not only like writing sticky notes and reminders and putting things in my like phone as like go to the gym once a week right stop having these high expectations I'm going to the gym every day when you are in that mindset of trying to get out that depression and negativity or whatever you're facing step one is just like having that reachable goal and for me it was like I'm gonna go to the gym once a week I'm gonna walk once a week And if I can't do any any of the two, I'm gonna play some sort of sports. I'm gonna be active because I need to I need something to break that pattern, that funk. And also like one moving boosts so much of like your mental. It's like, oh man, you don't worry about everything in the past as much. You're focused on the present. Like, no, I love playing basketball. That was like my my true therapy. Man, didn't matter if I had a good game or a bad game, just being out there and being active and Having a team, the support right. team, right? That was something that nobody was really stressing out. And then, until I sat down, I was like, "Man, I love playing basketball because it's a support thing. Whether you hit a shot or you miss a shot, or you get a rebound, hey, don't worry about it, man. Hey, good shot, go ahead. You know, you have a team rooting for you and cheering you on.
1: And it's the a camaraderie of- alone is exactly.
0: And and even for someone who hesitates about like getting a personal trainer, right? Oh, I don't need one because this and that. We all have, we all need somebody to support, to support us. I look at a personal trainer or coach, whatever you want to call them, as someone that's going to hold you accountable, but support you at the same time, right? Whether, whether they're going to tell you how to hold the the bar right or or not, that's, that's, those are small things, but they're going to really sit there and support you in a way where you probably didn't believe. Because while you're there and they're working out, they're not just going to talk about reps and all this. You're going to have some dialogue and conversations and you never know what that Mm -hmm. person might, The insight that they may give you may change your life.
1: Absolutely, I mean the people that I train. over the years, I've found that that's most. Let's tell people that you you are
0: a a, a certified personal trainer. Yeah, (laughs) I'm
1: actually. I'm I'm doing. I'm doing. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm a certified personal trainer. I I just recently, probably at six months ago, actually got certified. I've been training people for years. For me, it was. I mean, I was proud of it, but you know, it's a piece of paper. Yeah. You, you, I've learned on my own, but a lot of people that, that I've trained, it's so much less about like teaching them the proper ways to work out. That's obviously going you to, know, going to happen when you're training somebody and more about the support and motivation. So it's not just like, you know, how do I do this? It's, you know, what has it done for you? And you, you do have that dialogue and it's, it's a beautiful thing too, because you get to, that's why I want to do it full time. I get to watch people grow. And I also get to watch people change mentally and, and with regard to, you know, how they feel about themselves right in front of me. And it's, it's a process that I went through and watching other people do it. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is awesome. This is what I need to do always. So it, it, one thing I really want to touch on, too, is you, you You talked about how we don't know what people are. You know, we we assume things about people just naturally when we see them like you. I would have never. I mean, we worked together for for several years and you're this dude that was just charismatic and funny and just so nice to everybody. I, I it's, that's that's the biggest thing I could say about your character and, and you're awesome all around, bro. I, I think you're Thanks, amazing, man. but you, you've always just been very kind to people and it's weird because I, we, we never know what people are going through. I would, I would have never in a million years guessed that this guy that I know from work that makes people laugh and, and is so good to others had had so many struggles and, it is important to tell our stories because literally walls come down when I've been sitting on this project and talking about it for about a decade. And when you started telling your story, it some of my walls came down and I'm like, dude, this is a guy that everybody knows. Everybody likes this dude. He's a popular person and he's, he's, exposing himself to help others and it it God did it help me man. It helped me, you know get past that initial fear of like, oh God, people are gonna yeah. think so differently of me and and that's it, it it's unbelievably important man and and that's what the biggest benefit for me personally has been from doing my muscle pro is that people that I've known for years have messaged me, or approached me at work and said, "You know what? I went through this. I, I've I've struggled, and you know, thank you for sharing." And it's it's this cool circle of of therapy because that helps me heal, and it, it helps them heal to talk about it and just get it out and feel feel okay. And this this weight is lifted, and it's 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 just awesome. The more you talk about what's going on in your demons the more you release them as well so it's it's thanks i don't know man
0: (laughs) no thank you thank you man You, you know what um for me like yeah people may not know um you know what we was working at like yeah i was being a popular guy and once i decided to enough is enough like i was just You know, it was what you said earlier about being a man and keeping everything bottled up. You don't want to show that you're weak. And I was struggling like on the inside of like, man, should I share my story? Because, you know, pretty much everybody knows me as the funny, cool guy, kind guy. And I was just like, I'm tired of wearing that mask of trying to be strong. And this is bigger than me, you know? Like there's somebody out there who's, a son, a father, a daughter, like, you know, a mom and that's struggling that may need to hear it. And I took it upon myself to just be vulnerable <laughs> with the world, you know? And I'm not gonna lie, the text messages that I got once I started sharing my story, I was overwhelmed. Um for for myself. I I didn't realize how many people actually love me and cared about me, to be honest with you. And, you know, it just gave me more courage to be vulnerable and share my story, my insight. And not only that, but just dive deep into this mental health field, because there are people struggling who may necessarily may not want to go to therapy, may not want to be on meds. Um, you know, I'm not an advocate for, for like, hey, don't take meds or anything, but hey, let me give you some alternative routes because everyone heals differently. I didn't I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I was trying to look for somebody that was talking about mental health that looked like me, that wasn't, not even just looking like me, but that wasn't, that was relatable, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in a sense of the way I talk or anything. And I couldn't find any of that. Like, you know, when I started sharing, I kept finding older white women who was, you know, therapists and psychiatrists and the guys I was finding was older as well. That was therapists and psychiatrists and it wasn't relatable. You know, you and I, we can talk about sports. We could talk about whatever type of analogies to break it down so people can digest like the average person. And I was just like, I can't find it. I'm just going to be that person. And the support that, you know, the love that my phone, that, you know, the text message and the phone calls, like, I didn't know you was going through this. Why didn't you say something? And it was just like, I'm saying something now. So no one, no one's family can get affected by that, you know? Yeah, no, thank you, man. You you
1: cracked me up, by the way. You know, you were, I I interviewed you for my my show real early and it was my first interview and it was, it was difficult for me. I thought we were on a timer on Zoom, first of all, and I was talking over you and you helped me through it and it was, it was great and I, I appreciated it so much. But you mentioned that, and this was right when I was getting started with like my Instagram and things of that nature, and you talked about that, you know, how pe- there weren't people that, that were relatable or that looked like you, and you're like, there's a lot of older white women, and shortly after that, I, I was on my Instagram page, and the people that were, you know, I I'd put hashtag mental health yeah. awareness and, and this and that to try to connect with people in that, in that field. And all these friend requests were coming in and it was all older white women. And I'm like, he's so right. And that's that's why, listen, man, <laughs> this, this, this mental health needs men. It, yeah. it really does desperately. The the podcast I'm doing later today, he's so excited. He's like, dude, I'm just women, women, women. And I'm I'm gonna absolutely tell him to contact you because he'd love to have you and, and, and just sit down and talk with you because he's got, and and listen, I'm not knocking. I love that women are involved. Yeah. There's so many women that are struggling and it's, it's great. And there are so many that have helped me. I've, I've watched people's stories because Instagram has become, you know, just social media in general, yeah. and I'm sure it has been for you too, has become so much more, you know, real and not just, pictures of people now that I'm exploring people that are active in in mental health. So there's been so many women that I'm watching their stories and I'm like, Oh my God, this is, it helps me. And, but that being said, there is a a huge empty space with, and I've met a few guys that are into, into talking about mental health or sharing their journey, but very few, man. I mean, it's, it's, it needs to be talked about because, yeah, of course. There's a stigma to it, I mean yeah. it's it's men are not supposed to have emotion or show emotion, and that's, that's I, what I that's don't care we about that man <laughs> i feel I feel good talking about my feelings. I don't care yeah. who has a problem with it. It makes me strong in my opinion,
0: yeah, no, it's highly important for guys to step up and talk about it, you know, when you look at the numbers and males have a four times higher chances of dying by suicide than women, and it's just because we don't really know how to express ourselves and we don't want to seem vulnerable or weak. And I always tell people you can still be manly and vulnerable at the same time. Like it's okay. <laughs> you know, it is okay. Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. Yeah. I talk about my feelings all the time. I'm yes. manly. Come tell uh, me
0: I'm not manly. <laughs> <laughs> um we're about to wrap this up. But before we go, this is a question. If there's someone that's in a position that's struggling, that's not sure if they should work out or not or even think about exercising. What would you tell them?
1: Uh, to, to really heal or make some change in your life, you, you absolutely have to get out of your comfort zone. I would say go to a gym and try it out. And listen, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You do something else. But, you know, you've talked about this many times. You talked about it earlier. Go for a walk. You know, if, if you're sick of being in that nightmare situation inside your head, get up and move. And if it doesn't work, you know, you, you'll try something else. But I, I'll say this as well about the gym environment. When I started going to the gym, I was very intimidated. There's a lot of, a lot of people that are giant, you know, intimidating, like, Ugh. That community will absolutely embrace you. Um, people help me so much. Some of the biggest, most intimidating dating guys in the gym have been saviors for me. You know, they've taught me things, they've 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 showed me the ropes and and become really good friends. And you know, when I first stepped in, again, it was I, I was embarrassed about how much I could let no one cares about that. Just come in, we'll show you the way. It's it's fun time.
0: That's right. just yeah, show that's it. I love it. That's it. All right. So, all right, guys. This was an episode of the Just Believe podcast. Um, one more thing before before we end this conversation, let everybody know where to find you at.
1: Um, we have an Instagram, Mind Muscle Pro. It's just one word. Um, uh, we have a Facebook as well. Uh, same, same, Mind Muscle Pro. Our logo is a little. Uh, it's a brain with a muscle and a heart inside it. And uh, that's it, mindmusclepro.com. It's, it's kind of a work in progress, the website, but, but we have that as well. And YouTube. Um, YouTube. Follow me you. on YouTube or subscribe or whatever. It's hard to get people to watch those videos, man. Our launch got video you. got 11,000 views. I'll put it in the description. And the other one's got like 50. I'm like, yeah. come on. <laughs> but but um, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, thank you so much,
0: man. No, anytime, man. Until then, guys, we we'll see you next time peace that was today's episode of the just believe show i'm hoping that you enjoyed it i want you to leave a review mainly five stars that would be nice but if not it's all good i won't deem you a hater but don't forget to celebrate your small wins because small ones are still wins until then i'll see you next week peace